Hello, welcome to the Aspiring Cinephile. I'm your host, Zach Watts, and I am so excited that you're joining me today. I have a, a bit of a disclaimer at the top here. I know that last week on the pod I said uh, that this week's episode would be a list of shame on Hacksaw Ridge. That is not what today's episode is, if you couldn't tell by the description. Uh, I apologize if you guys watched the movie uh, during the last week. It has taken much more time to watch all the 2021 movies that I want to get to than I thought. I've watched 11 movies since the last time we recorded. So it's been uh, a lot of movies, but just couldn't find time to get Hacksaw Ridge in and stay on track with all the 2021 movies that I wanted to get to for the best of pod coming at the end of the month with James and also looking back on the the listenership on on these episodes not that it's you know we're talking about small sample size here but it seems like the the list of shame episodes are the least listened to uh so I'll I'll do an episode on with Hacksaw Ridge involved in the future uh for those of you that did watch it and it is one that I need to watch uh but I don't know that it'll have its whole own episode it may be a, a double feature list of shame or, or something like that I, I'm, I'm thinking of kind of maybe retooling that just a little bit uh, but I am excited nonetheless for the episode that I do have for you today uh, it's a bit of a ripoff of a big picture episode uh, of the podcast the big picture they did an episode uh, on their most anticipated movies of 2022 and that inspired me and I thought you know while we're in January before things have come out it makes a lot of sense to do an anticipatory episode for 2022 and as i was researching there's a ton of really exciting movies slated to come out this year so i'm really excited to dig into this topic and and go through these movies so i have my 22 most anticipated movies for the year 2022 uh we'll we'll touch on all of these uh tell you what i'm most excited for they're more or less in ranked order there may be a couple that you could swap here or there but it's it, it pretty much as ranked as far as my excitement goes. So, uh, without any further ado, let's get into the Aspiring Cinephile 22 Most Anticipated Films for 2022. That's right. The 21st century is officially in its Taylor Swift year. It is 2022. I'm excited. I think this is going to be a great year. And of course, we love Taylor Swift here at the pod. Sorry uh, for those of you out there that are haters. You have not been enlightened. Someday uh, you'll see the light. Uh, someday you'll see the truth. And I'm sorry if she's not a part of your life yet. She she will be at some point. So I've got 22 movies to get through. So let's let's get hopping. Uh, my, my first film that I want to uh, <clears throat> share my excitement for is a film... <laughs> called Blacklight. Uh, this will be released on February 11th. It'll be directed by Mark Williams and it stars Liam Neeson. The logline here is Travis Block, uh, played by Liam Neeson, is a government operative coming to terms with his shadowy past. When he discovers a plot targeting U.S. citizens, Block finds himself in the crosshairs of the FBI director he once helped protect the tagline for this movie on the poster if you google blacklight movie the the tagline is they're gonna need more men and if you thought it couldn't get better oh he says that line in the trailer here you go where's my family if i find out you had anything to do with my granddaughter disappearing 
You're gonna need more men. So that's all I need to be excited. Uh, this looks like, you know, the 10th, 11th, I don't know how many. I really should look it up and, and maybe do an episode on all of these uh, Taken ripoffs that Liam Neeson has done since since the film Taken, which is a great, you know, great film. I really enjoy Taken. Um, but then it, it sent him down this path of being the action star uh, guy in all of these movies, and it just cracks me up. Uh, but this will be the latest in the Liam Neeson-led action films. Maybe now we can get the Neeson-verse, the Liam Neeson-verse, now that multiverses are in the popular culture. Uh, that's my bid for the next multiverse film. Let's get the guy from Taken, Marksman, the guy from The Commuter, the train movie, um, now Blacklight. Let's get all of these different versions of Liam Neeson to, to meet up and either fight each other or fight a bunch of Eastern European bad guys. I'm here for it. Guys, if you have any connections with uh, Hollywood producers, let me know. I think this is a big, big moneymaker idea. This isn't really one of the 22. This is technically number 23 on the list. Now we're going to get into my real top 22, but for the memes, had to put Blacklight in here because they're going to need more men is just way too funny. So, number 22, the official start of the list for the Aspiring Cinephile 2022 Most Anticipated Films. Number 22 on the list is Creed 3. We're expecting this to come out on November 23rd. Uh, the The main reason that I'm excited for this, I, I love the first Creed. Uh, it's, a, it's a great film, directed by Ryan Coogler. Obviously, these films star Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, uh, Sylvester Stallone, all involved in these. So, But the main reason I'm excited for Creed 3, because Creed 2 is a bit of a disappointment, not going to lie. And by a bit of a disappointment, I mean the, the movie really kind of sucked. I really, really did not like Creed 2. A real letdown after the first Creed, which I thought was, was a phenomenal film. Creed 3, uh, Michael B. Jordan is going to make his feature film directorial debut. Uh, he's taking the helm on the Creed franchise, much like uh, Sylvester Stallone did with the Rocky franchise. He directed uh, Rocky 2 and 3. So uh, following in the footsteps of, of Sylvester Stallone co-star and, and obviously Creed in the Rocky universe. So I'm excited to see if the franchise can redeem itself. Uh, with Michael B. Jordan at the helm as the director and star, it'll be it'll be exciting to see how that goes. So that's my number twenty-two, uh, most anticipated film. Number twenty-one is the worst person in the world. Uh, this is slated to come out February fourth. So this is a bit of a not a cheat, but uh, it's really a, it was released in twenty twenty-one in in theaters so that it could make the award season for this year. It'll be the uh, I believe the entry for Norway's uh, international feature film for the Oscars. Uh, but uh, it, this is a film that is near the top of most people's 2021 movie lists. Uh, but unless you are a critic or live in like New York or L.A., uh, you have not had a chance to see this film. It's wide releasing in 2022 on February 4th. So uh, not exactly like a 2022 film. It's a little on the edge, but one that I'm really excited to see when it does come out. Um, the idea here is uh, it, it chronicles four years in the life of Julie, a young woman who navigates the troubled waters of her love life and struggles to find her career path, leading her to take a realistic look at who she really is. Kind of a slice of life movie, 
but uh, supposedly from what I've read about it and, and seen from other critics, it's really well acted, really well done. So really excited to be able to get a chance to, to see this one. Uh, it won't be out in time for the proper 2021 best of list, but I'll probably just count it uh, in 2022 if it deserves to be on that list at the end of the year. So excited to finally get to see The Worst Person in the World, February 4th. My number 20 most anticipated film of the year uh, is Jurassic World Dominion. We're expecting this on June 10th. It's going to be directed by Colin Trevorrow. So one of the reasons that I'm feeling excited about this is that Colin Trevorrow is back at the helm. Uh, He did not direct the second of the Jurassic World uh, trilogy, uh, the Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard films. Um, He directed the first one. Uh, which I thought was a success. I enjoyed the film. Um, obviously, you know, nothing will ever be as groundbreaking or brilliant as the first Jurassic Park movie. Um, just one of the one of the best films ever made, to be honest. Uh, Steven Spielberg, one of his masterpieces, if not his masterpiece, I don't know. Jaws is probably number one, but uh, Jurassic Park is definitely up there. I like these Jurassic World movies. Well, the the first one, the second one was truly dreadful. Uh, absolutely. Could not stand the second Jurassic World film. Uh, I believe it was Fallen Kingdom was the colon, uh, Fallen Kingdom. Excited to see Colin Trevorrow back at the helm after taking that second movie off. Kind of uh, a mirror of J.J. Abrams uh, taking back the helm for the Star Wars trilogy that he started. I'm hoping, though, that Colin Trevorrow's results do not mirror those of J.J. Abrams and he actually makes a good third film here as opposed to J.J. Abrams' stinker. Uh, which was Rise of Skywalker. But that's neither here nor there. Another reason I'm excited for Jurassic World Dominion is not only do we get Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard back, uh, but we also are bringing back the original gang. We're getting Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and Laura Dern. We're getting the whole gang back together. So I'm excited to give this one more go. I think if this one flops, I'm going to lose my faith on the Jurassic World franchise uh, as a whole. I'm sure if this one flops... Um, we'll get a reboot, you know, five, ten years down the line because that's just how the movie business works now. But I think it'll be disappearing for a while if this one flops. But I'm hoping that's not the case because I, I really do enjoy these movies. Uh, I love, you know, what's not to love about dinosaurs in our world? It's it's an exciting premise, of course. So uh, Jurassic World Dominion, I'm hoping, can deliver uh, and be a step up from its uh, awful predecessor. My number 19 is a movie called cocaine bear uh this doesn't have a release date yet um but it's going to be directed by elizabeth banks she also directed pitch perfect 2 and she's done a couple other things um it's being produced by phil lord and chris miller their production company uh, is attached to this um so you know that they have a hand in this and uh, it stars carrie russell ray Liotta, alden ehrenreich uh, who i really like the premise of this is there was a story about, in Kentucky in 1985, there was a a plane crash. In the woods, they found um, all these, uh, it it appears that the plane was trafficking cocaine, and there were all these bags, cases of cocaine, all over the place in the woods, and they were all empty when when people came to, to investigate the scene. And not too far from the crash site, uh, they found a bear who had deceased, uh, and it, it it was determined that he had, uh, this bear had ingested all of the cocaine, um, more cocaine uh, than any living thing could, could at all 
ever tolerate having in their system. There was a a taxidermy of the bear. The bear is still out there. Um, I think it's actually back in Kentucky. Um, they have it. Uh, they have it in like a visitor center somewhere to to mark this kind of crazy story. Uh, but it was passed around. It was in somebody's Las Vegas mansion for some time. It's had quite the journey. I think a rock star owned it for a while. So, um, but regardless, so I believe you know this is inspired by that. So this is going to be kind of a a little uh, like a horror film a, a comedy horror with uh, a bear that is hopped up on cocaine and produced by uh, Lord and Miller who are some of my favorite people making movies today and I think Elizabeth Banks is really funny so uh, I, I'm excited um, to see to see what what they come up with for this the concept is hilarious putting it on your radar look out for cocaine bear uh, no release date officially yet but it's expected sometime in 2022. My number 18 most anticipated film uh, is Uncharted. Don't have to wait long to see this one. It's coming out February 18th. Uh, It's being directed by Ruben Fleischer. Uh, He's previously directed movies Zombieland. Uh, He did Zombieland Double Tap, the sequel to Zombieland as well. And then he did the first Venom film, the Tom Hardy Venom. Uh, So he has, you know, some experience in the kind of action slash comedy space. So, uh, you know, I think he he may have the chops to pull this off. Um, The movie stars Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Tom Holland, probably the biggest movie star in the world right now. I I think Uh, he's up there, especially after the success of Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, one of the most successful films ever made. I I think Tom Holland is probably one of the most famous people on the planet right now and an extremely talented actor to boot so really excited uh for those of you who don't know anything about uncharted uh, this is actually it's based on a video game so that's where it gets a little you know we all need to be a little weary of that uh obviously video game movies not the greatest reputation uh but um and actually uh nate who was on the spider-man episode we're planning on doing an episode we'll we'll talk about uncharted we're gonna go see the film together uh and then uh, we're gonna rank our favorite the best video game movies that have come out so that'll be fun you know most of the time we're, we're ranking good movies this will be fun to look at some truly terrible films and try to decide what the cream of that lowly awful crop is but uh, uncharted it's it's kind of a modern day indiana jones vibe the main character nathan drake who tom holland is playing kind of an indiana jones-esque character he's a treasure hunter they ditched the archaeologist part of it, but he's a he's a treasure hunter who's snarky, but always kind of getting into scrapes and getting through it with you know grit and uh, quick thinking. And so the, the the video game is a lot of fun, uh, but the character uh, and the narrative actually of the games are, are really what shines the most for me in my experiences playing them. So excited to see something like that adapted to the screen. We'll see how they do, um, but I, I do have hopes that this could actually be a good video game adaptation. There's good stars decent director and it's a fun fun vibe they're not doing any of the movies or any of the games specifically as the story that they're using it's kind of it's a prequel so they're not tied to anything that's happened um in the games i'm sure there will be easter eggs there for those that like that that have played it but it's their own story so excited for uncharted february 18th my number 17 most anticipated film is called she said it's coming out in november 2022 uh so we're a little ways off on this one it's kind of targeting that prestige run-up season to, to kind of Oscar nominations. It's targeting that time of year. Uh, it's directed by Maria Schrader. I'm not familiar with any of her previous work, but it stars Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan. 
and the the premises they they these two are playing the New York Times reporters that broke the Harvey Weinstein story that started the hashtag Me Too movement. Um, so we're kind of looking at a modern day All the President's Men starring Carrie Mulligan. Uh, sign me up for this. I- I'm all about that. I love I love these movies that that follow. Uh, you know, real life journalists and, and dramatize that. I, I think these are fascinating. All the President's Men was was a great film, obviously. Um, another one, kind of in this vein, was Spotlight, uh, a previous best, best picture winner um, that starred Mark Ruffalo and Rachel McAdams and a, a ton of other people too in that one. But uh, I, I love these kind of movies, so I'm I'm really excited for this one. Uh, Carrie Mulligan, I think, is just an absolutely brilliant actress. So excited to see her, and uh, and I think this will be a, a very interesting film. This was. It'll be fun for me, too. You know, these other films that have come out about these major journalistic moments, uh, like Spotlight, All the President's Men, I, w- I don't really remember. I w- think I was a- obviously wasn't alive for All the President's Men, um, Nixon a little before my time. Um, and then Spotlight, uh, that's around the, the Catholic priests uncovering the, the sexual abuse that was happening there and um, in- in the Boston areas where that takes place. I was alive when that was happening, but obviously very young. So this is one I'm excited uh, to see a film about something that happened in very recent history that I remember and, uh, and was connected to when it happened. So really excited to see this one. She Said is the name of this one, coming out in November. Number 16. It's called Don't Worry, Darling. This one also coming out fall 2022. It's directed by Olivia Wilde. Uh, she also uh, just directed... Booksmart, uh, one that's on my watch list, haven't gotten to yet, um, but it seems like it was generally well received. So uh, I think you know she she's a talented director. Uh, she also stars in the film, and then this film also stars Florence Pugh, uh, has Chris Pine, Harry Styles. So I'm sold just on the cast alone. Florence Pugh is amazing. You know, I'd watch her read the phone book. I think she's just such a such a wonderful actress. So excited to see her. Uh, have a starring role in this, and then you know Chris Pine is great. I love Harry Styles, so uh, excited to see him in this as well. The premise is a, a 1950s housewife uh, living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. So we have a psychological thriller set in the 1950s uh, starring Florence Pugh. Sign me up. I'm here for it. Very excited to see this one. So don't worry, darling, is number 16. Number 15, this is where we get our first Marvel appearance. There will be another one later on in the list, uh, but this one at number 15 is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We get to see this on May 6th. It'll be directed by Sam Raimi, stars Benedict Cumberbatch. Obviously, he's Doctor Strange. Uh, we get Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch in this movie. Um, and, and who knows who else will show up with all of the multiverse stuff going on with the MCU. But I, I can't wait to see how we see the next chapter of the multiverse unfold. Um, interestingly, this was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home until COVID messed up all the production uh, for all the Marvel films. But... So excited to see if we see things at the seams where they had to reshoot, take things in a different direction. Um, I have faith. I think Sam Raimi is a is a very talented director. Uh, obviously, he directed the original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire, so he's been in the superhero world. And then he also has a big horror background. That's what he did before the Spider-Man films. Um, so excited to see kind of some horror vibes in Doctor Strange, kind of a spooky Doctor Strange movie. I, I, I'm hopeful that some of that will 
will take place there. So um, excited to see what Sam Raimi does at the helm uh, of this one. Uh, Doctor Strange, always a visual marvel to look at, no pun intended. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, May 6th. Very excited to see this one. Number 14 on the list uh, is a film called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This is coming out April 22nd, 2022. This was actually supposed to come out in 2021, but was delayed uh, because of COVID. The, the premise of this one, we have Nicolas Cage, who stars as Nicolas Cage. But I'm going to get this next role. And when I do, all of that changes. Then I'm back. Not that you went anywhere. It's a self-parody. It looks like... The premise of the film is, you know, Nick Cage is playing himself, and uh, he gets hired by his biggest fan in the world, who happens to also be a drug kingpin, who's played by Pedro Pascal, who I also think is a delight. Uh, love to see Pedro Pascal out there um, getting work. Pedro Pascal hires Nick Cage to entertain him at his birthday party, and from what I've seen in the trailer, it would seem that hijinks ensue uh, from that point on. So uh, it looks like Nick Cage really kind of poking fun and himself very self-effacing from the trailer if you haven't checked out the trailer for this it's it's out there i would go and just give it a watch i i like nick cage like obviously a lot of his movies uh in recent years are are funny in the wrong ways but i actually you know nicholas cage is a very talented actor oscar winner um, and then actually it was in one of, uh, I think will end up being on my list of my 10 favorite films of the year, um, a movie called Pig this year, which came out of left field for me. He was really phenomenal in it. One of my favorite performances of the year uh, reminded us all, hey, Nicolas Cage is really good at this acting thing when he picks the right projects. So excited to see him kind of poke some fun at himself. I'm really excited for this. I love Nick Cage. So the unbearable weight of massive talent coming out April 22nd. Keep your eye out for this one. Number 13 uh, is called The Killer. Uh, this doesn't have a release date yet. Uh, David Fincher is directing this. One of my favorite directors. This is part of his Netflix deal that he has. So um, this will be coming out on Netflix. Uh, it stars Michael Fassbender. The official logline from Netflix is as follows. A man solitary and cold, methodical and unencumbered by scruples or regrets... The killer waits in the shadows, watching for his next target. And yet the longer he waits, the more he thinks he's losing his mind, if not his cool. A brutal, bloody, and stylish noir story of a professional assassin lost in a world without a moral compass. This is a case study of a man alone, armed to the teeth, and slowly losing his mind. Um, sold, right there. Uh, and then add on top of that that it's David Fincher directing with Michael Fassbender as the star, who's, I think, one of our most talented actors. He's absolutely phenomenal. I, I can't can't wait for this. This is actually based on a graphic novel. I've never read the graphic novel. Uh, a little bit older at this point, but um, David Fincher, great with these kind of films. So very excited to see this, and it's just going to be on Netflix, so that is also awesome. We love to see it. The Killer. Uh, no official release date yet on that one. The number 12 most anticipated movie. Uh, I cheated here again. This is actually two movies. It's a Tom Cruise twofer. Uh, we get a lot of Tom Cruise this year, and I'm excited. Uh, Sarah, my lovely wife, will not be as excited. She's out on Tom Cruise. Maybe we'll need to do an episode on that at some point and, and hash it out. Uh, I, I like Tom Cruise. I think his movies are awesome. I think he's 
a phenomenal movie star. Love seeing him and stuff. So uh, the two movies we're getting from Tom Cruise this year, Top Gun Maverick, which is coming out May 27th, and then Mission Impossible 7, uh, which comes out at the end of September, September 30th. Um, one reason I'm excited for Top Gun Maverick, the director, Joseph Kaczynski, uh, he directed Oblivion and Tron Legacy. Neither of these the greatest films, but visually I thought they were absolutely stunning. So uh, I'm excited to see what he does with with Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Miles Teller is also going to be in Top Gun Maverick. I love parts of Top Gun. Not all of it works for me, but uh, the action stuff in Top Gun is great. And so I can't wait to see, almost 40 years later, <laughs> Top Gun. Um, with the technology we have now to do the, the dogfight scenes and stuff, I, I think it's going to be pretty phenomenal. So excited for that one. And then the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, are pretty much one of the, just the, the surest bets at this point. When a Mission Impossible movie comes out, you can just pretty much bet on it being really good. Um, ever since Ghost Protocol, when they kind of soft rebooted the franchise, they've all been great since then. Rogue Nation and Mission Impossible Fallout, both just awesome. Cream of the crop action films. So excited for Mission Impossible 7. I'm sure it'll be absolutely delightful. The, the whole gang's coming back. All the people you know in this kind of newly established, rebooted version of the franchise. So I expect more of the same. Really excited for this. Uh, so yeah, the Tom Cruise 2 for this year. Top Gun Maverick, May 27th. And Mission Impossible 7 on September 30th. My number 11 uh, most anticipated film is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. your husband. I'm another version of him from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. I'm so tired to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. This is coming out March, uh, March 25th. Um, this is one that it was not on my radar at all, and then uh, the trailer kind of popped up, and I watched it, and the trailer looks super, super awesome. Uh, I was blown away by this trailer, um, so that alone is enough to skyrocket it, uh, you know, up to the halfway point in my list. Uh, Michelle Yeoh uh, plays an average woman who looks like she's getting pulled into the middle of a multiversal adventure. Um, so the multiverse very much in the culture right now, it would seem. Uh you know, I'm sure they were independent of each other, but funny that we're getting a multiverse movie this year that's not at all related to Marvel. She's in the center of a multiversal kind of adventure where, of course, only she can save the world. Uh, but the idea, it looks like, is that she can access the skills of other versions of herself throughout the multiverse. There's, like, infinite versions of her. So there's, like, a Master Chef version of her. There's, like, Master, like, Karate Fighter version of her and all these things, and, and she can take all these skills from all the other versions of herself to do whatever she needs to do to save the world. That looks super stylized. Really excited to see this one. So uh, I would recommend it. It's hard to explain, uh, but visually absolutely looks striking, stunning. Uh, Michelle Yeoh's great. If you don't know her, I mean, she's been in everything. I mean, she's been in so many movies, um, but, you know, one of the most notable is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. So she has action chops, um, but she's been in a ton of movies. Just go to her IMDb, her up. And watch the trailer for this movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once, March 25th. Super excited for this one. My number 10 most anticipated film uh, is called The Northman. I will avenge you, Father. I will avenge you, Father. 
April 22nd. Uh, all of these release dates in the first four or five months of the year, I'm super excited. We get to see a lot of really, really awesome movies uh, pretty early on in the year, so really excited for that. Uh, but this is The Northman. It's being directed by Robert Eggers, uh, who directed... The Lighthouse and The Witch. The Witch, definitely way too scary for me, uh, but maybe I'll have to check it out. You know, horror is part of cinema as well, so as an aspiring cinephile, I'm probably going to have to do the horror thing sooner or later. But uh, The Lighthouse is recommended to me by James, who's a frequent guest on the show, uh, so I'll probably check that one out before this movie comes out. Maybe we'll do a little Robert Eggers pod before this movie comes out, talk about it. Um, but uh, the trailer for this absolutely blew me away so this this movie stars alexander skarsgård and anya taylor joy and there's a bunch of other people willem dafoe is in this movie it's a viking movie through and through uh it looks like the the plot seems like a simple revenge tale i'm sure with robert eggers i i I've, though i haven't seen his films i know by reputation and things i've read about his work it won't be that simple. I'm sure there will be other things too. It won't be a straightforward just action film. Uh, but really excited by what I saw in the trailer. It looks gritty, dark, really, really awesome looking Viking movie. This this trailer absolutely blew me away. I would totally recommend going and, and looking up The Northman uh, and watching that trailer. But yeah, this is coming April 22nd. Definitely keep this one on your radar. I think, uh, I think it's going to be a big one. So uh, I'm definitely excited for this one. My number nine most anticipated film this year is an animated movie. It's called Lightyear. Ever heard of, of Buzz Lightyear, maybe? June 17th is when we're expecting this one to come out. This is a Pixar movie, uh, and it's the origin story of just my favorite animated movie character ever, Buzz Lightyear. Um, so just yes, please put this in my veins. How soon can I get this movie? Chris Evans is going to do the voice of this Buzz Lightyear, so it's not Tim Allen. Um, which I'm totally okay with. Uh, I think Chris Evans will be great. I'm really excited to see this, and it's going to be you know a Pixar sci-fi movie uh, centered around Buzz Lightyear and Star Command and and all of that stuff. I just <laughs> I'm really excited uh, to see this. And although it may not be a fully original idea from Pixar, I'm really excited to see them do their own take on a sci-fi space adventure with Buzz Lightyear at the center of it. So can't wait. June 17th can't come soon enough to see this one so light year coming out this summer uh, this will be a fun one my number eight film also stars uh chris evans uh this one's called the gray man this is russo brothers directing this the russo brothers if you aren't familiar with that name they directed captain america movies they directed winter soldier uh, which i have as my number one marvel film of all time uh they directed civil war they directed Infinity War, and they directed Endgame, so a pretty impressive resume there, and obviously a lot of work with Chris Evans prior to this. Uh, the other reason I'm really excited for this film is that Ryan Gosling is back. He has not been in a feature film since 2018 in First Man, uh, which... Uh, one I need to check out, but wasn't a lot of hype around it when it came out. I feel like it wasn't well received, but one that, you know, Damien Chazelle directed that film. Damien Chazelle actually will show up later in this list. But yeah, Ryan Gosling hasn't been in a movie since 2018, First Man, so excited to see him back on the screen. He's one of my favorite actors, so uh, we get him playing. Uh, he's playing a CIA operative who's been betrayed by the agency and now he's on the run. Chris Evans plays the agent that is pursuing him. It reportedly cost $200 million to make this movie, which will make it the most expensive Netflix film to date. So this is going to be an, another Netflix film. 
The Russo brothers were involved with Extraction that came out on Netflix. They didn't direct it, but they were the story credit goes to the Russo brothers, and then uh, they have producer credits on it as well. Uh, excited to see what they do as the directors of this one. Uh, and also Anna de Armas is in this film, so that's just the cherry on top. She's absolutely phenomenal. If you uh, saw No Time to Die, you know, my take from that, good film, but I just wanted uh, more of Anna de Armas' character in that movie she was the best part stood out uh, so much to me in that film just give me the spin-off with her character and and i'd be super thrilled with that so just a cherry on top of uh what also just seems like an, an awesome movie huge budget so i'm sure it'll be a visual spectacle uh, really excited to see this one and it'll just be on netflix so you can just watch it at your house um because I know you've got Netflix or you have somebody's login. So, The Gray Man, no official release date on this one yet, but expecting it this year. Another Netflix film coming out is Knives Out 2. This is the sequel to the wonderful success uh, Knives Out, uh, directed and written by Ryan Johnson. He also directed the very polarizing Star Wars The Last Jedi, This was that was episode 8 of the Star Wars series. I am on the side of uh, Ryan Johnson as a genius, and they should have let him finish off that trilogy. Uh, I think he made great choices, but obviously there is a very large contingent of people that disagrees very heavily uh, with that take. But that aside, uh, Knives Out is undoubtedly a successful film. Uh, I don't think I've ever talked to anybody that didn't love Knives Out. Uh, it's phenomenal. It stars Daniel Craig, the best franchise that Daniel Craig has been a part of. <laughs> These There's a Netflix deal signed for a second and third Knives Out, so we know we're getting two more of these movies uh, that'll come out on Netflix. Uh, this version also stars Edward Norton, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr. of Hamilton fame is going to show up in this movie. Um, so no story details out there yet obviously uh, it'll probably be pretty under wraps until it drops on netflix no release date yet either but expect it in 2022 uh, and we get daniel craig back as benoit blanc solving another mystery what more could we want knives out to super stoked for this one my number six most anticipated film of the year is called babylon this is coming out christmas day December 25th. I mentioned Damien Chazelle would be showing up on this list, and here he is. Uh, he's directing this film. He also directed, uh, obviously, First Man, which I mentioned previously with, that starred Ryan Gosling. Uh, also starring Ryan Gosling uh, was La La Land. He directed that, and he directed Whiplash. This movie stars Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. Sold already. Like, just sign me up. Uh, it's an old Hollywood film, so it's set in the 1920s during the transition from silent films to sound. Not much else out there on the story, uh, what to expect. There's no trailer yet or anything like that, but um, you had me at Damien Chazelle and Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt, so sign me up and then throw on the cherry on top that it's an old Hollywood movie. I'm a sucker for, for those kind of movies. I think they're always a lot of fun, so definitely keep Babylon on your radar. This is going to be a big film i'm sure it will be an awards conversation um and all that sort of stuff when it comes out at the end of the year uh damien chazelle also has not had a movie since first man so it's been four years since he's put out anything either so uh excited to see him back in action my number five i'm sneaking in here um it probably should be lower on the list but i'm just super excited for this it's fantastic beasts the secrets of dumbledore we're getting this on april 15th 
The world as we know it is coming undone. Grindelwald is pulling it apart with hate. If we're to defeat him, you'll have to trust me. Directed by David Yates, who has obviously been helming the Wizarding World films since uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. This movie stars Jude Law, uh, Eddie Redmayne. Jude Law back as Albus Dumbledore. Eddie Redmayne back as Newt Scamander. Uh, So this is the third installment in the Fantastic Beasts series. I think it was planned as five films, so I don't think this is the conclusion to the trilogy or anything like that. I think we'll see a couple more of these, at least that is the plan. But the big change up here is that Mads Mikkelsen uh, is replacing Johnny Depp, who was removed from these films amidst a lot of controversy in his personal life, some uh, abuse allegations uh, swirling around him, and uh, so just best to to ditch him and move in a new direction but i also think this could be a blessing in disguise for this franchise i think johnny depp was one of the worst parts of these uh of these films he only showed up at the very end of the first fantastic beasts um colin farrell was playing uh his character he was in disguise and appeared as colin farrell who i thought was really good in that first film and then it turns out that he was actually just johnny depp uh, in disguise the whole time johnny depp was in the second film, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which I did not care for at all, and and most people didn't, so I think they've been retooling this franchise for some time. Obviously, there were COVID delays as well. Um, J.K. Rowling still writing these screenplays. It's interesting to see somebody who's such a brilliant novelist, not always the best screenplays. The first film was pretty good. The second film, though, really gets bogged down on a lot of exposition, um, and, and a lot of things didn't work in that second film. So anxious to see how uh, round three on these goes for, for David Yates and J.K. Rowling. I am really excited for this because it seems like they're going to give me what I want, which is really just more Jude Law as Dumbledore. I think Dumbledore is the most fascinating and exciting character in the Harry Potter universe. I think Jude Law playing him is a brilliant choice. He's a phenomenal actor, and yeah, I just... Can't wait to see him be Dumbledore more. That was, you know, one of the selling points on that second film was we were going to get him as Dumbledore, but he was really only in about seven to ten minutes of the film. He only showed up a couple times. So this one being titled The Secrets of Dumbledore leads me to believe that we're going to get a lot more of him uh, as Dumbledore in this movie, and I could not be more excited for that. And really excited to see Mads Mikkelsen take on the role of Grindelwald. Uh, I think he's going to be a lot better villain character than... Johnny Depp was. I'm excited to see his interpretation of the character and where they go with the franchise. So, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, this will definitely have an episode. Uh, probably have Sarah on, maybe another guest as well. Really excited for this one. Um, Harry Potter, very important in my life, so I'm rooting for this to be a good, good movie. My number four most anticipated film of the year is called, well, the working title, I should say, is Canterbury Glass. Uh, on IMDb, it's a it's not the official name of it. It's just filed as Untitled David O. Russell. So this is coming out November 4th, and it's going to be directed, of course, by David O. Russell, who has directed really a lot of great films, The Fighter, Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle. So really excited to see this, but the, the main thing that has me excited for this film is this cast list. Uh, so buckle up. Here we go. This movie stars Christian Bale. Anya Taylor-Joy, Margot Robbie, Robert De Niro, Timothy Oliphant, 
Rami Malek, Zoe Saldana, Michael Shannon, John David Washington, Mike Myers, and uh, our queen, Taylor Swift, also starring in this film. No story details yet, but bringing Christian Bale back together with David O. Russell. Um, they worked on The Fighter, obviously, together. Uh, he was also in American Hustle. That would have been enough for me, but then seeing everyone else that's slated to be in this movie, uh, I, I cannot be more excited. So I really can't wait for this one. I don't know if Canterbury Glass will end up being the title, so keep an eye on that, but it's coming out November 4th. All right, my number three most anticipated film uh, is... Killers of the Flower Moon. No official release date yet on this, but it is directed by Martin Scorsese, and it stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. We get kind of the two quintessential Martin Scorsese actors in the same movie. Super excited for this. The movie also has Jesse Plemons, uh, who's a delight, and Brendan Fraser, John Lithgow. So cast and director alone is enough. Uh, to get me excited for this one, Martin Scorsese, just absolutely, obviously a, a genius in this movie. The the logline here is that members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation. So don't know much about it. Excited to learn more. Excited to get a release date for this. It, you know, it's expected this year. People were expecting it last year, so we really are hoping it'll be coming out this year. Uh, apparently just a massive budget, I think over $200 million. Um, this is an Apple original film, so it'll come out on Apple TV+. Plus. So uh, you can see it there. Uh, I'll, of course, be trying to see this in a movie theater, uh, I would do no less for Martin Scorsese, number three on my most anticipated films of the year. The number two on my list is The Batman. Fear is a tool. But when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call. Coming out March 4th, we get to see this movie really, really soon. Cannot wait for this. This will be directed by Matt Reeves. It stars Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano uh, as the Riddler. We get Colin Farrell as the Penguin in this movie. So, of course, Robert Pattinson taking his turn as... Bruce Wayne, Batman, I can't wait to watch him. Everything I've seen in the trailers would lead me to believe that he's going to be a great Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think it's really especially good for him that he's following up Ben Affleck's very disappointing uh, performance as, as Bruce Wayne, Batman. Um, I, I think that only helps Robert Pattinson here, but I think regardless of that, he's going to be phenomenal. He was really high up on James's list when we did our favorite actors episode. He's honorable mention for me there, but but moving up the ranks as I see more of his work. But really excited to see the Batman, and this looks like a gritty, noir take. Uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler looks just scary, creepy, like not exactly a Joker vibe, but kind of in that same vein. Uh, the, the Batman villains, of course, obviously always dark and, and very scary. So really, really excited to see this noir version of Batman, I think... This is this has the potential to be one of the best comic book movies we've had in a long, long time. Definitely, if you're a fan at all, I'm sure it's already on your radar, but March 4th, we get to see this soon and expect an episode on the Batman as well. That brings us to my number one 
most anticipated movie for 2022. For those of you who have made it here, who have stuck in this long, thank you. Thanks for sticking around. I hope this isn't a disappointing conclusion to this list for you. But the number one film I'm most excited for in 2022 is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So, what are you doing here? I I mean, I I thought I'd never see you again. Want to get out of here? I'm grounded. Bummer. What? Is Spider-Man grounded? October 7th is when this is coming out. This is the next chapter of the Spider-Verse series, uh, the follow-up to one of my top 10 favorite films of all time, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is part one of two that will be coming out in the next couple of years. So I just couldn't be more excited about this, the the follow-up to one of my 10 favorite movies of all time. I think this is number six on my list. We get all the same people back, uh, written by Lord and Miller, who are just absolutely phenomenal in my eyes. I'll watch anything that they're even remotely connected to. We get more back as the voice of Miles. Haley Steinfeld's back. Jake Johnson's back. Oscar Isaac uh, will be playing a much increased role in this one. I believe his voice was in the last one, uh, but you only saw him. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, which is the Spider-Man he was voicing briefly. Yeah, we're getting we're getting everybody back. We're getting amazing animation and hopefully another amazing film. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We get it October 7th. Buckle up. It's going to be very, very exciting. All right. That concludes my list of 22 movies for 2022. It was really actually 24 if you were counting closely, but, you know, couldn't leave out one Tom Cruise movie uh, of the you know of the Mission Impossible Top Gun duo, and I had to let you know about Liam Neeson's next turn as an ex-agent or operative of some kind uh, that's going to have to probably kill a lot of a lot of bad guys. You know, I, I think it's safe to say that that that's that's in the cards for Liam, but he'll be conflicted as he does it, I'm sure. So thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'm sorry that it was not an episode on Hacksaw Ridge, but I hope that you enjoyed it anyway. I hope that you're excited for this year in movies. I know I'm extremely excited, um, and I've already logged, I think think I've already watched 12 movies this year, um, so I am just feeling inspired, excited to watch a ton of movies. We get a lot of great ones this year, and it's going to be an awesome year. So if you've made it to this point, Thank you, thank you. I would only ask a couple things of you if you're at this point and you're liking the show. I'd love to get some ratings going uh, on the show. So Spotify has just recently done a ranking system. You can do a five-star rating there. I I don't think they do written reviews. uh, So it's just literally just a click. If you want to give us a five-star rating, that would be awesome. Um, And then, of course, we're on Apple Podcasts now, so if that's where you listen, any reviews there would be great. Um, It just helps if people come across it. If there's no reviews, people are definitely not going to click on it. So if we've got some good reviews in there, uh, some good ratings, that helps people just find the show and think, okay, maybe this isn't a complete waste of time. Somebody else liked it. So if you are at this point, if you would not mind rating the episode, that would be extremely appreciated. And then if you are enjoying, maybe tell a friend or two about the show. Word of mouth is going to be one of the best ways to, to get this uh, thing off the ground. And, and I hope to build just a nice little community of fellow film lovers. That's kind of the goal here. So if you would tell a friend and rate the show, uh, it would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you for listening and go out and watch some movies. Movies.